Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Money and me on your money. Only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and Me. I'm Michelle Martin. Our topic today, how do you talk when money is in the middle of conflict? And we're talking about family conflicts. Money is so often at the heart of family fights, right? And few maybe feel that they're equipped to deal with these difficult conversations. As inflation globally continues to rise, so many households here in Singapore are really starting to perhaps have these conversations. And what we wanted to do today is help us reframe conversations about money. It's, you know, difficult financial situations. You may be worried about how your portfolio is doing in the market or you may be part of a a family and you're just not sure how these cost of living increases are going to impact you in the future. There's a lot of anxiety. You can feel it in the room when you walk in. So we've invited our next guest to help us sort of uh, think through conversations about money and what we can do as individuals uh, to make these conversations a little less a little less destructive. Mrs. Sarojini Padmanathan is from the Alliance for Action to Strengthen Marriages and Family Relationships, AFAM. They were formed by the Ministry of Social and Family Development to organize outreach programs to support marriages and families. She's been part of various MSF committees since 2013, and she's been conducting talks and workshops at schools and community clubs about this topic, maintaining happy marriages for the last 24 years. What a great topic. Mrs. Padmanathan, welcome to Money and Me. How are you? Thank you so much, Michelle. I'm so happy to join you today. I'm great. Today is my birthday. Oh. I'm 60 today. Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. You are for sure my favorite 60-year-old on air today. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> yes. Oh, wonderful. Well, we hope it's a wonderful day ahead for you and that what you'll share today will really help some families out there when it comes to these difficult conversations about money. I wonder, given your experience in the field, giving talks for over two decades, mm-hmm. when you look at family finances and uh, fights in the family, Mm. what are some Mm. of the most common causes of these tensions or arguments? Okay, thanks for that nice question and I think this is, and and I've got 35 years of marriage life myself Ah. so I can also relate to that and also couples who speak to me about money matters. I think it's basically the communication issue that's the most important part I think which is the not open communication and sharing the issues and difficulties each couple face with the other Mm. is the main reason for such tensions that couples have actually seen. When I say no communication, I think it's important to have open communication, especially understanding where the, actually we all have got certain interests and likings as far as money and other matters are concerned. There are five gifts, you know, we call it the five love languages. So there's some of us actually very good in terms of spending money. Some of us are actually very good in saving money. Mm-hmm. And to the extent of spending to be extravagant, then it's go beyond the line. And saving money to become very stingy. So where is the balance, right? So I think mm-hmm. that's the most important part. The couple have to talk to each other to find out where is their point of tension or the breaking point. 
So if uh, I have seen cases where they have actually overspent yep. and they didn't tell the other couple, that, I mean, the, the, the partner, that mm-hmm. they have actually overspent. So only when the credit card bill comes home in the face, they, they open up the letter from the post box, then they see, oh my God, this is so much money to pay. And uh, I think when talk about credit card, one of the things that come to my mind, and this happens to a family, uh, is mainly because um, the, the wife thought that just paying the minimum sum is actually okay. Oh, you know, when they spend dear. something and there's a minimum sum, because the letter says there's so much they owe, but this mm-hmm. minimum sum is sufficient. Then didn't realize just paying the minimum, 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 but the money kept being the same amount, you know, it wasn't reducing at all the principal right. to the horror that realized that, oh dear, it's actually compound interest. Mm. And the money has been, you know, multiplying like nobody's business, right? So this person then realized that, oh dear, it is actually something that she mistook or misunderstood. And and therefore, I would like to say, you know, if there's anything in terms of credit card expenditure, maybe they should actually plan for it and then put aside the money to return the money back to the bank. Yep. I think that's most important. Like the you never part want, of it, Michelle. Um, you mm. never want compound interest working against you, ever. No. That is no. a powerful force. But you know, there's a lot of great points that you've raised there, Mrs. Mm. Padmanathan. Um, mm. I especially like this idea of we all have different love languages and some of us mm. may feel that mm. Spending and giving gifts to others is how we show our love and, mm. and then struggle because we have this talent of spending, but we, yes. we don't want to necessarily uh, let the cat out of the bag and share mm. with the world that we actually don't have all this money to spend on these wonderful gifts that we'd love to give out. Um, exactly. But the heart of it really is no matter what your love talent is, maybe you like spending, you know, your, ta- mm. your, your love uh, language is giving. Mm. Um, or, or, and that's okay as long as you, you maintain open communication with yes. your partner. So you can discuss, listen, uh, you know, Christmas is coming up, I need a budget. Mm. And then you can work mm. out a budget so that the other person doesn't feel shocked at that credit card bill. It's, it's all about, nobody likes to feel ambushed or kept out in the dark when it comes to money, right? Fantastic. And I like this part, Michelle, you mentioned about the budget. And I was going to say the same Mm. thing. So, you see, when it comes to budget management, I think everybody has their own way of actually managing money. Some of them say, I can actually put aside 30% of my budget, you know, the salary that I receive uh, in terms of expenditure, and then 70% I save. Then some of us say, no, 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 actually the expenses are a lot. So I'm going to spend about 70% of my uh, salary that I receive or the total income that we have and about 30%. So what is the actually the right amount that we'll save, right? The rule of thumb is usually we should have at least have three months of salaries in our bank Mm -hmm. uh, at any point in time, right? So if there is that rule of thumb, then we can actually, between the spouses, we can discuss to talk about the save and then how much money we could actually spend on. You see, when we're raising a family, it's about children, children's expenses, school, school-related expenses. Then they've got CCAs or they're even extracurricular. You know, people, parents like to bring their children out for uh, extra sessions like music, ballet, uh, uh, sports events, etc. Or family trips, outing. So in the year, maybe it's good to put aside how much, you know, we want to plan for this year for ECA kind of things, essential kind of things, and then the must-do kind of things. Like when I say must-do, you know, we have repairs in the house. Mm. that we may want to do like a a tap is leaking or the fridge is spoiled or it needs to be replaced. So I had this uh, thought and I think many people will resonate with us is to say that we know we have this called depreciation, right? The TV, the fridge, the washing machine, the dryer. 
these things need to be replaced over in a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. It could be three years, four years, five years, depending on how well we take care of these items. So put aside that kind of a budget into the yearly account. You know, in office, we always do this budgeting and we have depreciation that goes in, you know, to say that how much money I will really need to put aside for replacing these equipment, right? Yeah. So how about we do that at home? So that's trips, great, great yeah. food, essentials, and then the luxury. I think that's when we mention about Christmas, Deepavali, Hari Raya. We really need to go out, you know, and then spend, whether it's actually making the murukus or buying the Christmas pudding. But more than that, you know, gifts that we'd like to give. So do we have the money to spend? So mm-hmm. this is a question. So I think budget really helps. Yes. So start talking about money by start talking about, you know, by talking about your budget, your shared family budget. But easier said than done, I think, you know, because during the dating game, everybody wants to look like, you know, I'm your knight in shining armor. But they don't want to tell you that they have five credit cards that they run up max to the limit. Um, But hopefully you find out these things before you get married. So I want to ask you, you know, Mm -hmm. it's great to talk about budgets once you're a couple, you're making mm-hmm. shared decisions. What do you mm-hmm. think couples should talk about before they become mm-hmm. a couple? Wonderful question. I think I'm, I'm an advocate of marriage and marriage should be something like we do the preparation before tying that knot. So <laughs> this is like really the marriage preparation program that we have and the marriage enrichment program or PrEP we have as well, you know, under Ministry of Social and Family Development. We advocate that as part of AFAM and I'd like to say it's very important for couple before they get married to really go through this marriage preparation program. And I'm also a justice of peace and a marriage solemnizer. And every time a couple comes to me, the first thing I'll tell them is, have you gone through a marriage preparation course? And they will say, what is it? And then some of them say, yes, we have gone through. So there are people who know and people who may really need to some information to be given. And one of the things that we actually highlight among the many things that we say in the preparation course is money management and financial Literacy, really financial literacy. How do you actually, you know, talk not only about savings, it's also about spending. It's about understanding each other's love towards that money, that language that I've mentioned, mm-hmm. and how they actually spend. So in this in preparation program, what we usually do is we tell young couples to say important aspects of their future marriage. They may not sort through all about the issues, you know, especially when it comes to money, but it's important for them to actually understand uh, if they really need some deep diving of help and all that, they can speak with other married couples or family counsellors and coaches. And eventually, it's really about reaffirming and understanding that the marriage has to be strong. And as it goes, and money matters shouldn't actually upset the marriage, which is, I think, most of the time, the breaking point is also about money or the lack of money. Mm-hmm. So really, they need to understand, you know, in terms of, what actually prevents the you know relationship from carrying on? Is it money? Is it the expenditure? Is it um, you know other relationship matters? So it's relationship to be enhanced, and this prep program is all about improving communication, problem solving skills, picking up conflict resolution skills, and also attaining relationship satisfaction. I think in the long marriage that I have myself, I've gone through some of these things and it's a, really a practitioner that is speaking. It is not from the books that I'm saying. Yeah, so, so we wonderful. too had many difficulties and we say it's, it's how do we actually go through them. I think I discussed quite a lot. Mm. My husband has discussed quite a lot with me. So yes. It is wonderful to hear that a marriage that can last over three decades mm. 
has also experienced money difficulties, but you can work through it. You can yes. work over it and yes. you can, you know, make it a topic that can strengthen your family. Turn it around. doesn't have to be destructive. Mrs. Sarojini Panmanathan is a JP who will ask you before she marries you whether you've gone for that marriage preparatory course. I don't know whether she won't marry you if you haven't been for that course. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell them to do that, also to support them in their marriage journey. <laughs> well, it's really great to hear that there are resources out there so that you don't have to feel so alone if you want to talk to your partner about these issues. There are courses out there. You can Google the MSF and see what's available. Mrs. Padmanathan, uh, you've mm. given talks on happy marriages for um, the last couple of decades. Yes. What have you seen couples do, couples who are successful when it comes to overcoming conflict about their finances? What do they do differently? Okay, I think what I have seen and also experienced is that they discuss and they practically they'll set aside monthly savings in terms of, you know, the money matters, right, as a savings goal. So both of them can actually take a greater share and responsibility in keeping their assigned spending, you know, how much is each person is going to spend. And so each of them actually know. And uh, also I've noticed uh, they also establish clear expectations of each other from the beginning by communicating how both of them intend to share their common expenses. Maybe it could be like a shared bank account or bank card and uh, spending limits that they have for the partner, especially if one party is a bit more spending mm. than the other partner. So uh, one other thing I've noticed is also there are, you know, surely there'll be disagreements and differences when it comes to financial management styles, right? Yep. Now, it is also crucial that they make sure that both parties are willing to change and adapt to each other's spending and saving habits in order to grow together as a couple. So I'll just give you one funny example, and you probably would laugh. Um, this is about, uh, I think it's about 15 years back, when my husband bought uh, an expensive umbrella. Okay, <laughs> an expensive umbrella. And he comes home very happy, and he comes and tells me, Saro, this umbrella is for you. It has got multiple functions. You know, you can open this, you can shorten this, you can lengthen this, and you can, you know... It, and I said, uh, how much did it cost? That's the first question that came to my mind. Because if the umbrella can do so many functions, it cannot be cheap. So, and then he told me this bomb that, that said, I, I almost exploded. I said that umbrella is meant for actually sheltering us from the rain or shine. I don't have to spend so much money. And, you know, he turned black in the face. I hope my husband is listening to this right now. He might have forgotten it. <laughs> but I still remember. Um, so what is essential and what is an extravagance? I think this is really something about, but it's the love of him to say that I want to buy this umbrella because my wife actually walks to office because oh. my house and home was actually very near and there was no sheltered walkway. So it has to be with this umbrella that she can actually shelter her from the rain or shine but this wife thinks oh no this money could have been used for daughter's school uh, ECA for this but you know that's the thing that came up in my head at that point in time and I never told him but I just turned a black face and he mm. turned a sour face and you know this this umbrella I treasured it for a very long time until it broke la. So. <laughs> <laughs> two questions two money questions worth, yes first yes. question how mm. much was this umbrella <laughs> You wouldn't want to hear. <laughs> this is the Ferrari <laughs> of umbrellas, is it? I think so. 
it was very expensive and I said I dare not even open it you know because it's so precious looking and it's so nice and um, yeah first thing I asked them was the question so I don't want to say the price because I don't want to embarrass him now wow. but really yes yes it's a very I nice want this umbrella, umbrella. second question <laughs> did yes. this umbrella keep you dry for more than 10 years definitely yes wow oh, okay the answer is yes depreciation value was beyond <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really nice umbrella and then yeah, I kept it very nicely. That mm-hmm. is absolutely hilarious. Now you <laughs> yes, been, you mentioned that you know we should be open to change. I, and that's key when you're in a relationship. You're not in a relationship with yourself. You're in a relationship mm. with somebody else who mm. sees the world differently and reacts mm. to the world differently, but you got to mm. trust that they want the best your they want the best for you. Just, yes. just the way you want the best for them. That's sort of the basis of communication that works in relationships, right? Um, mm-hmm. What do you think is the best mindset a couple can bring to a difficult conversation when they're talking about finances and it's getting tense? Yes, actually, the, the question you put it out is really about getting tense, right? So when there's tension, so both parties are actually tensed. And at that point of tensed moment, do you think there's going to be any constructive discussion? Unlikely I don't no. think so. Unlikely, right, Michelle? They will be going to con- continue with their own off-tangent thinking and say, why is she like this or why is he like that? So I think they need to take a time off or we call it as a, a time out mm-hmm. for a little while. Time out for a little while. And they must also do this planning. And I earlier when I said about planning, I'm actually serious about planning. That means we really sit down to prepare and plan the expectations of what it should be, the media, in, maybe immediate, intermediate, a slightly medium term and long term. Today's long term is no longer three to five years. It's really becoming like one to three years, you know. <laughs> it's, everything is so changing. It's, it's, it's so expensive. At, and, you know, uh, we used to buy, uh, let's say, a vacuum machine for, I remember buying uh, good old days, right? A small vacuum machine for about sixty dollars, and today the same machine is about a thousand dollars. So the price has really gone up, right? So and our purchasing power, I think, is also higher because I mean, in terms of salaries, uh, Singapore, you know, inflation is really something that is marvelous. We can really we, we find that it's still manageable, still manageable, depending on how we spend, right? A sixty cents kopi is still available, or six dollars coffee is still also available. Mm-hmm. So which one do we want to choose? So the family has to. I would like to encourage families, especially couples, to sit down to prepare and plan the expectations of their future. And uh, intermediate savings, I think, is something way to go. And uh, bring down the tension or the anger moments or temperaments that they must be cognizant of. You know, they must be aware that, yes, I am having difficulty with this matter. I am frustrated. This uh, mail came on the, you know, it's, it's a notice to say pay up the full or else, you know, kind of a bank notice. Mm. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, if you notice that, then is it, a, is it really worth going through an argument? Um, really a conflict that will cannot be resolved. If really co- conflict cannot be resolved, then we need an intermediary for them. But I think before that, being aware, I, we are having a problem now. Can we now change it? Is it about our way to, that we look at money, uh, the way we have been spending, or the way we have been saving? So without, the balance is really fine, right? So spending and saving is really fine. And in the fine, one person may say you are stingy and the other person yes. may say you are extravagant. I mm. think that's where getting the right um, balance is really tough, Michelle, is between the two of them. They, do, they really need to work it out. Mm. Mm. But keep coming at it from a perspective of, you know, don't forget that you're both in the same ship. You exactly. Know. Yeah. Um, what sort of resources are available 
for couples to turn to if they, they find they're just not getting anywhere with their money talk? Mm. I think we are under MSF, we have talked about our preparation programs. Mm-hmm. We have got, if you just look up our MSF website, there's, uh, in, in, in fact, I want to say that this year we are actually designated as 2022 as the year of celebrating families, mm-hmm. SG families, mm-hmm. and we've got plenty of support from our Families for Life Council, as well as Ministry of Social and Family Development, and the Alliance for Action to Strengthen Marriages and Family Relationships. So you can go to GoGovG SG at Celebrating SG Families and we also have uh, uh, plenty of resources available over there if they just can go and look up to say, you know, marriage preparation, marriage, you know, happy marriages, mm-hmm. raising children um, and also looking after their finances. So resources are available. Um, they could actually uh, look at all that is left for people to do is that. We have actually served it on the platter. Just go and choose which one is actually suitable Head to the you. buffet yeah. line. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Sarojini, yeah. we are yes. so thankful to have had half an hour of your precious birthday with us. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Thank you. My pleasure, Michelle. Thanks for having me here. I hope it was useful for everyone who was listening in this morning. Thank you. And memorable as well. Who will ever forget that umbrella story? Mrs. Sarojini Padmanathan. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us this morning from the Alliance for Action to Strengthen Families and Family Relationships, so AFAM, this is Money and Me. I'm Michelle Martin. Thank you so much for your company. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.